Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Travel Brigade, your destination location, with your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Good morning, this is Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show. This is Kathleen Curry with my co-host, Jeff Griffin. We're here in the beautiful city of Newport Beach, California. You can follow us on Twitter, at Travel Brigade. You can like us on Facebook, or you can go to our website, TravelBrigade.com. And we're here just in time for the 4th of July. Beautiful 4th of July, and this is one of my favorite cities. It's a great place to be. There are a lot of places in the world that have sand next to ocean. It's what happens when you come off of that sand that differentiates them. Newport Beach has a ton of great things to do. It's a town with a lot of tradition, a town where families come and end up coming back generation after generation. There's also a big party scene for those you want to find the party spots. There's a single scene, fun scene. So Newport really has it all for all of those people that are looking here to take a great vacation. We have got a full show today. Yeah, we've got a lot to get to, and we've got a lot of good guests today. Our first guest is from Visit Newport Beach. She's the local tourism board who, of course, is the expert on everything Newport Beach. One of the great things about coming here is there are literally hundreds of camps offered by the city of Newport Beach. If you want your kids to learn how to sail or how to swim or surf, 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 then they can take a camp here. And if you're an adult, there are camps for you, too. We'll be talking with the head of the recreation department from Newport Beach. There are a lot of different accommodation options, all the way from luxury down to your little beach shack. But one of the most popular things to do here in Newport is to rent a house for the week. So we got a hold of one of the experts in the area, Burr White, who's going to tell us all about how to rent a house here in Newport Beach. Finally, last week when we were in Montreal, when I found out we were going to Montreal, the first thing I thought of was, was, oh, I want to go to the Montreal Canadiens Hall of Fame. Well... We're in Newport Beach this week, and Kathleen sort of has her own Hall of Fame that she wants to go to. Fashion Island. It's an amazing mall right here in Newport. Or shopping mecca, as I like to call it. Either way, it's only a few minutes from the beach, and we're going to talk to someone from there. But we can't do anything until we first do... Hot Topics in Travel. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Next up, Hot Topics in Travel. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet hashtag Travel Brigade or visit TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back. This is Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show, and I cannot believe this amazing weather. It's perfection. It is. There's the breeze. It seems like it's just always around, you know, 80 degrees, and it's just perfect. Perfect to wear just a little nothing all the time. We'll have to explore that later. <laughs> but now we'll talk about hot topics in travel. What do you got this week, Jeff? Okay, now what if I told you that I was going to book you a trip? I always like that. That So far, <laughs> okay, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> you were only going to find out. You weren't really going to know where you were going, mm. and the itinerary wouldn't be available until that per each day. Like, I wouldn't give you the itinerary until each day started. Already, I can feel like my heart getting a, racing right. a little bit. I, I okay. I would love a surprise trip, like if a surprise we're going to Tahiti, like right. that. But beyond that, no. Okay. Well, and see that that shows the difference between us. You're <laughs> you're more of the 
you know, <laughs> keep things in control traveler. I'm more of the, you know, oh, hey, what's that over there? Let's go check it out, traveler. It's controlled adventure and fun. Like, okay. I... I well, anyway, for for those of you who are sort of more like me, and I'm not saying I would do this, but this this is a new service that uh, American Express Travel is offering, and it's called Next Pedition, and you can uh, look What's it, it up. What's it called? Next Pedition, hmm. like Expedition, but Next okay. Pedition. Dot, just go to nextpedition.com or look on American Express. And what they do is they first ask you a series of 15 questions, and they're sort of like – the sort of thing, like if you like had, choosing a career, well, do you a little like bit, but to be more, with people? <laughs> but it's it's more like uh, you just post it on face Facebook. What is it? And it gives you five different options. You just bought, you just spent a lot of money on two tickets to what? And like your, you know, your options are a museum, a ball game, but it also does some stuff like uh, you just uh, if you had a a favorite superpower, what would it be? that type of thing. They ask you 15 questions and then you get a profile. And there's sort of words put together. There's hiplomat, disco trekker. Mine was karmakazi, but and which was kind of like you go jumping in and which I which I kind of do, but I thought they they also give you your your runners up. And one of my runners up was called the detourist, which I felt like really fit me because I am sort of the person who just kind of likes to wander around the streets and to get a feel for That's the city. True. So I felt like that was good. So what you do, you get your profile, then you call them and you speak with a you know, with one of their representatives and kind of tell them what you're interested in, what you like to do, they and how much you can spend for how long. And these are all at least seven day trips and you've got to book at least thirty days in advance. But you kinda of get all that set up but they don't really tell you where you're going and then That is so weird. And then before your trip, they send you a parcel in the mail, and it's got a bunch of vouchers. Guessing it tells you, you know, if you have to pack cold weather, hot weather, things like that. And I'm not sure if it tells you... Pick a bikini or a parka. Yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> if it tells you where your first flight is to, but they also give you this little, it looks like a handheld console, and that's what reveals your itinerary to you, but you, you don't get your itinerary until that morning of that day. And what's kind of cool is it, it you can hook it up so it's also going to all, out to all your friends and family and they can see what you're doing. So we want anyone who's done this, either Jeff should do it or anyone who's done this, email us at Travel Brigade and let us know yeah, travel, where, you, where you ended up. Travelbrigade at gmail.com. And um, they, they've got a few examples on the site. But, again, it's it's sort of the thing where, yeah, I could immediately just sense you tensing up the minute I brought it up. <laughs> Whereas I'm sitting there thinking, oh, wow, that would be kind of cool. Isn't that kind of how we already travel, though? I do all the planning and you just kind of go along for the ride. That is that is very true. So it's similar to what Jeff's I've, adventures are anyway with me traveling. I've already got my own next petition. <laughs> what else do you have in travel news? Southwest on five planes coming up is going to start having live TV available on the planes. You pay a fee and I guess you hook to it through Wi-Fi, and, and you get live TV So I can find out computer. who the bachelorette picks straight on an airplane? Well, this is the thing. I was I was thinking about this, and I thought about most shows now, I, I just watch them taped or on Hulu or 
most of my favorite shows. I'm already watching them that way anyway, so I don't know wait, why. Wait, wait, wait. Most of your shows are sports shows that you okay, watch. Okay, well, this, this was my thing, and then I went, oh, wait a minute. What if one of my favorite teams is playing while we're flying? Let's just clarify. He doesn't need a favorite team. It just sports all well, the time. That was the first thing they pointed out as I got into about the third paragraph of the article is they're going to be locked in with all the major you know, NBA network, NFL network, Major League Baseball. Because, yeah, that's when you're really going to want to want to see it. Or if there was something really big happening in the world, you might want to watch some news program. Does it cost money? Well, yeah, there's going to be a fee for it. Like everything else on airlines? Right. Oh, you airlines, always trying to make a buck. So that's it for Hot Topics and Travel. We have got a ton of stuff to get to here in Newport Beach. That's true. Vicki Higgins is our first guest from VisitNewportBeach.com, a local expert that can tell us everything you need to know about Newport Beach. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. You can follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade, like us on Facebook, or go to our website, TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Travel Brigade with Jeff and Kathleen. Catch them at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back. This is Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or check out our website at TravelBrigade.com, we'd love to have you. We are in the beautiful city of Newport Beach, beautiful ocean breezes, and it's such a great place to visit. We have a special guest with us here today. Yeah, we're going to speak with Vicki Higgins, who is the Senior Vice President of Marketing for Visit Newport Beach. There are about a million things to do here. Vicki's going to help us narrow down the list a little bit. <laughs> um, what is it that brings people to Newport? What makes it such an attraction? Well, I'll share a little story with you. I am originally from the Midwest, from Indiana. I came out to Los Angeles, lived in L.A. for a while, and uh, then I found my way to Newport Beach. Newport Beach is the quintessential Southern California destination. It's exactly what I thought Southern California should be. Beautiful beaches, gorgeous harbor, a chic little seaside community with the contrast of a number of upscale opportunities such as shopping and dining and yachting to this quaint little village feel like Balboa Island has. And, and it's exactly just the, the Southern California casual that I thought really resonated for me um, as to what Southern California would be like. So I fell in love immediately, and I'm just pleased to be here to market this great destination. And I, and I have kind of the opposite story, which is I was born and raised at a Newport and ended up moving away, unfortunately, and it's just my place, my go-to place when I come here to Southern California. And even though I haven't lived here in many, many years, it's sort of one of those places you just want to keep coming back to and remembering the walks to the fun zone and going on the pier and eating Jane's corn dogs and, you know, all those really great little beachside experiences are just so fun to share. So I was so excited that we were going to be down here and we could share my my city with everyone. And I, I would agree with you as somebody who didn't grow up here. A convert. Um, He's a, a convert. convert. <laughs> no, I think I think what there's a lot of places where there's sand next to the ocean. And it's what's off of the sand that differentiates everything. And do you find that people keep coming back here because they have memories from when they were a kid? Maybe they rode the ferry or they went to the crab cooker, things like that. Is that kind of part of what keeps people coming back? Yes. Being in tourism and travel for quite quite a long time, it's very interesting that Newport Beach has such a high percentage of people that come back 
year over year over year, and sometimes a few times a year. So I think I think you're exactly right. There are a lot of people who come here as they grew up, and it brings back good memories, and it attracts people because it is different than most of the other beaches along Southern California. There's a little more of that um, charm of a seaside village, like you mentioned, the crab cooker, getting a Balboa bar on Balboa Island. <laughs> it feels like you're in this little village of the 1940s. It's fantastic. The fun zone and riding the ferry, you know, there is that, you know, charm of a seaside community. And I think that really keeps people coming back because it's pretty casual and it's beautiful and there are a lot of things to do. And as they grow older and have their families, it kind of starts that family tradition of coming to Newport Beach. There are great summer camps for the kids. There are fabulous dining options if the mom and dad want to get away for a romantic dinner. And uh, and certainly shopping all over the place, whether you want to do the very upscale Fashion Island or some of the quaint village shops that are still mom and pop owned. It's changed so much. Every year I come, there's new things. It's changed, and it's combined with the old. But what what are the most popular attractions in Newport? I mean, obviously the beach. Certainly the beach. We just had a... Uh, one of the one of the radio stations, or actually one of the TV stations uh, in Los Angeles, came out with the cleanest beaches report within the top five in the country of cleanest beaches. So we're very proud of our very clean, pristine beaches in Newport Beach. So beach is certainly number one. Uh, number two is Fashion Island. I would say, you know, hands down, people come here just for that experience. It's an outdoor shopping destination with a number of dining options and. You know, so many great name brands, uh, department stores as well as boutiques. Uh, it, it's just amazing. I can spend days there. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's definitely one of the top ten things to do. Uh, I also find that when I have visitors in, they really enjoy spending time down on the peninsula, maybe renting a bike and going from Newport Pier down to Balboa Pier. Oh, that's really fun. Checking out the little shops and the bars and the and the and just being on the water. It's it's beautiful and I think it's certainly one of the great things to do. Um, we also have Crystal Cove. It is this quaint little charming area of cottages that have all been renovated from the 20s, 30s and 40s and it is spectacular. It's right on the water. You would never know it unless you knew somebody that knew about Crystal Cove. So it's one of those <laughs> hidden secrets of Newport Beach that is fantastic. There are a few little shops there that are now art galleries. They have their own little uh, store that helps support that community. And just above Crystal Cove on Coast Highway is the Shake Shack, which is now Ruby's Shake Shack. And it is one of the best places to watch a sunset in all of Newport Beach. Get a shake, grab a burger sit outside, look over the ocean, watch the sunset. It's just spectacular. So Crystal Cove is definitely um, one of the most popular things to check out when you're here. As we've been driving around, we've been noticing a lot of uh, posters for the 4th of July. We know this is a big 4th of July destination, and we wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that and any other big summer celebrations here. Absolutely. Well, one of the great destinations in Newport Beach is Babel Island. Um, Balboa Island and the Back Bay, which is one of the largest ecological preserves in all of California. And both of those areas have amazing festivities that happen for the 4th of July. Um, off of Balboa Island and also off of the peninsula, there is a harbor of yachts and boats, 
and the harbor is three miles long, and there's an old glory boat parade. So it's really fun to either hop on a boat and get involved or to check it out from the from the shore. But there's an old, old glory boat parade that happens on the 4th of July, and there are festivities all day long. The Newport Dunes, which is uh, the Newport Dunes Waterfront Re- Resort and Marina, is more on the back bay. They have an entire day filled with bands, uh, it culminates with the Bengals playing on the 4th of July evening, and they have food, and the 5th of July will have food trucks, and an, uh, it's actually food truck wars that happen, and um, and it's just a, a lot of fireworks and festivities. The peninsula is all wide open, and lots of uh, activities happening down on the peninsula. The two biggies, I would say, would be the harbor with the with the boat parade and the Bengals over at the Newport Dunes. And I think the Dunes is one of those places a lot of people overlook because they don't, you know, they just think about driving down the peninsula or going to Balboa Island. And it's such a quaint little place, especially, you know, for families. You know, some people don't want to go to the ocean. They want to go to the bay. And it's just such a great little place to hang out. And it's a really, really fun place down by the back bay. One of the things I like so much, we have different water types. So if you want to hang out in really calm water, you know, the Newport Dunes is perfect because the water is calm and clear. It's really easy to let the kids play in the water, and it's a protected beach, and it's and it's beautiful. And then you have the, the harbor with the boats, and you can go kayak or paddleboard or go rent a Duffy boat, which I think is so fun. That is and fun. And it's a little electric boat that's like a golf cart for the water. So those are fantastic, and anybody can rent them. And then also the ocean. So if people like to surf or body surf or get out and play in the ocean and hang out on the beach. I think there are a lot of different options in Newport Beach, which is which is unique. Well, as we said, Newport Beach is an amazing, amazing location. Beautiful breeze, beautiful place to be. It's a place people come back generation after generation, whether they're families, singles. I mean, there's a big, huge single scene here. There's a big family scene, just depending on where you go. And we would encourage everyone to come down. Can you tell us a little bit about where people can contact you or uh, visit Newport Beach if they want more information? Yeah, uh, pretty much everything is on our website. It's visitnewportbeach.com. So we have links on there for everything that's happening over the 4th of July. We have information on there on summer camps for kids. We have romance packages if you're looking for a getaway. We have all of the dining options and events that happen and uh, and lots of information. So pretty much everything's on our website, and our contact information is there as well. Well, thank you very much, Vicki. It seems like our list just gets longer and longer of places we want to go and see here. <laughs> never enough um, time, never, never enough time. <laughs> we hope to see you guys in Newport Beach again soon. We love it. This is Travel Brigade again Sunday morning. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show here live from Newport Beach, California. And as I said with Vicki, this is my go-to place. And yes, I am biased. I was born here. Well, this will be my first 4th of July here, so I'm excited. Yes, a great 4th of July. As Vicki mentioned, there is just a ton of things to do. There is a great uh, Old Glory Boat show on the bay, Newport Dunes is doing fireworks. So if you're anywhere in the area or you're traveling down here or need something to do for the 4th of July, 
head down to Newport. She told us about a lot of things to do here in Newport, but even just the short time I've spent here, I mean, everything we talked about, we're just kind of scratching the surface because there is so much here. And one of the things that we really didn't spend a lot of time at, but there's lots of little places through the peninsula and Balboa Island that we like to hang out at. Um, there are two piers here down in the peninsula. There's the Newport Pier and then the Balboa Pier. And and she did mention the boardwalk. It's a great place to bike, to walk. Um, it's about, what do you think, a mile in between the two? Yeah, mile or two. And I, I would really recommend there are a ton of places you can rent bikes around here. You can rent tandem bikes. You can rent, you know, different things. Surreys. Surreys. You know, if you want to go on the boardwalk, a great way to do it is a bike. You actually for me, at least, it makes you feel a little bit like a local, although the locals are probably still laughing at me. But <laughs> it makes you feel a little bit like a local, like you know where you're going and what you're doing. There's also some fire pits in certain parts of the beaches where you can bring marshmallows and toast them up. We also love, there's a cute little car ferry down in the peninsula that connects uh, the peninsula to Balboa Island, which is just such a quaint little place. It's not just a car ferry. It's a wa- you walk on. True, you can walk on or take your bike. Take your bike on, and it's it's some ridiculously low price. A dollar, something like that. Something like that. When the word quintessential beach town comes up, that's really, really what we're talking about. Fun little place to be. Great place, great weather all summer long. And great place to bring your family. We all work hard, and then we want to spend time with our family, and then we get with our family, and after a couple days, we, we still love them. But we want a little alone time, particularly when we've got our kids with us. Trying to keep them busy, really. That's it's it's important to keep the little ones busy. So coming up, we're going to be talking with the director of the Newport Beach Recreation Department. I'm not exaggerating here, as I tend to do. They literally have hundreds of classes for you to take. Yeah, and the cool thing is our little mini-means have both taken camps, surfing camps, sailing camps. And they're, I mean, I think really surprisingly well-priced and great experiences where the kids are learning how to sail, getting up on surfboards. I mean, it's it's just such a fun thing to do, and they have a real variety of different classes. So we're going to be talking to her up next. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Travel Brigade, your weekly travel spot. With highlights of your favorite travel destinations, check out TravelBrigade.com and Travel Brigade on Facebook and Twitter. Welcome back. This is Travel Brigade coming to you live from the beautiful city of Newport Beach. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or check out our website at TravelBrigade.com, we'd be happy to have you there. Here we are again, like I said, this weather, how can you get any better? It's perfect, and it's the perfect time for kids to get out and learn new things while they're here, like sailing, surfing, things like that. Newport Beach things. Yeah, Newport Beach things, and we've got the perfect person to tell us about it. We've got Laura Detweiler, the Director of Recreation and Senior Services for the City of Newport Beach with us. Hello, Laura. Hi, Kathleen and Jeff. It's great to be here and talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, I think I speak for a lot of parents when I love to travel with my family, but there is such a thing as too much of a good thing. Sometimes <laughs> you just want the kids out the door for part of the day. What What are some things that we kids... Want, we want other people to love our kids. Yeah. What uh, What are some things that kids can, can uh, some camps kids can do while they're down here? Well, you've come to the right place. Uh, if you've uh, ended up in Newport Beach, our department offers over 450 sessions of camps for kids ages oh, wow. 3 to 14 over a 10-week period. 
uh, and camps are our specialty. So whether your camper uh, chooses to be a, a Star Wars Jedi engineer, a top chef, a surfer, a rock star, a sailor, a filmmaker, superhero, or just wants the Newport Beach experience, uh, we've really got it covered here in Newport Beach. Our, our camps come in a variety of, of durations, whether it's a half day or a full day, a partial week or full weeks all summer long. So it really kind of depends on if, if your child's a first-time camper or an avid camper. Uh, parents can kind of organize their child's camp experience around your schedule, too, so they can take some time off and, and spend some time sightseeing or dining in one of our fabulous restaurants or take classes themselves. Yeah, we noticed uh, so that there's, there's quite a variety. I mean, there's half-day camps, full-day camps, you know, three-day camps, five-day camps. I mean, it really seems to be, you know, and I've actually been online checking out some of the different options, and you literally can go in there, like, put a date, put, you know, the age group, put what you're interested in, and it's like comes up with this great idea of, of what uh, of what you might want to do. What are what are some of the most popular camps? Well, without a doubt, it's our surf camps, uh, and we offer a, a variety of those to choose from. Uh, and just to give you a sampling of, of some of those, we've got one that's called Endless Sun Surf Camp. We've got Newport Surf Camp, Quicksilver, and Roxy Summer Camp, and uh, you know, the Roxy all-girl surf camp is, oh, is really neat. We've got female in, in, instructors that teach ocean safety, surfing techniques, surf etiquette, ocean awareness uh, at a really neat site with some gentle waves and a safe environment. And we've got professional women surf instructors, which is always really neat for the kids. Uh, they get a kick out of that that are on hand to share their surfing knowledge uh, and, and then we can mix it up, too. We've got something called a beach and surf camp, uh, which provides some personal instruction in beach and o- ocean safety, fitness, boogie boarding, kayaking, surfing, ecology, paddle boarding. Uh, and it, it just a ver- offers a variety of different opportunities within one camp. So it really kind of depends on what you're looking for. Well, I actually had one of our little mini-me's take the Newport Surf Camp actually twice, and we're a la- we're in a landlocked location, and so for her to be able to come down here, get on the water, and learn how to surf, it was just a really great experience. Tons of instructors. If you're worried about safety, it was just a really, really good experience. Yeah, we maintain um, some really low um, instructor-to-youth to ratios, which is normally about um, – an instructor for every four children, so parents can feel really safe about having their their children enrolled in our camps and around the water. Uh, and, and not only do we have surf camps, we also offer sailing, paddle boarding, which is a really big thing and up and coming right now. Skateboarding, multi sports. Uh, so if if you know it's not something that you want to do in terms of being in the water all day, we've got all kinds of things on land as well. Registering online, is there a certain date by which you should get done for some of the more popular classes? What When do those typically fill up? Well, actually, we, we get a head start on the summer. We want to get parents into the mindset of what they're going to do this summer with their kids. So we've actually started registration back in March of this year. Uh, but we've got so much to offer. Uh, if you do find something that's filled, there are other things that you can look to. And, and we've got uh, openings in pretty much all of our programs right now. It's It's safe to sign up early. Uh, but even if you're, you know, you've just traveled here and, and you're looking for something to do for your kids, uh, you can get them enrolled um, the day before the camp uh, actually takes place as long as it's open. And you're running classes all the way through the end of August for your summer season? We are, all the way up uh, up until uh, Labor Day. And anything else parents should know before they sign up in terms of 
bringing what they need to bring? We've got uh, our brochure online at newportbeachca.gov, and it's in an electronic magazine format. So what we recommend parents doing is sitting down with their child in front of the computer uh, or coming to one of our offices and picking it up and, and actually going through it. It's got some great descriptions about what the camps offer, and you'd be amazed at um, how quick uh, kids are to pick out what's important to them and, and what they're interested in actually doing over the summer and what their special interests are. Uh, and so once you've got those questions uh, kind of answered, um, it, you know, we guarantee a fantastic summer here in Newport Beach. Uh, depending on what programs you're, you're taking, um, sometimes there's some special equipment supplies that you need to bring, sun protection, shirts, those types of things, um, just to make sure that they're well prepared to be out in the elements. So we've talked about kids, which we think is important. Is there anything for us old folks that are out here, like anything if we wanted to learn how to surf or we wanted to do some of these recreation opportunities? Are there things the city provides? Absolutely. Uh, we've got all kinds of things for adults to do. We, we offer private surf lessons tennis lessons. We also do family sailing camps, which are really popular oh, and gets the whole fun. family out there on the water. And then we have 100 plus classes for adults alone, and they range anywhere from uh, you name it type of fitness to a full spectrum of languages and the arts as well. So there's there's plenty for parents to do here, um, and we don't just focus on the little guys. We want to make sure parents are involved uh, in the community as well. Well, thank you so much. Again, can you uh, give us, again, a phone number, email address, anywhere people can contact you if they're interested in taking any of these camps or classes? Sure. We're at newportbeachca.gov, or if you want to give us a call, we've got some great staff that will help you find um, what you're looking for, and they can be reached at 949-644-3151. Terrific. Thank you, Laura. There's a lot of great things out there. you just got to find your niche. Thanks for joining us today. Again, this is Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and check out our website, TravelBrigade.com, and we'll be right back. Have any travel questions? Call the Travel Brigade at 714-694-4109. Welcome back. This is Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show here in the beautiful, my favorite, Newport Beach. You're here with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. We just heard about a lot of different camps you can sign up for here. And again, they're great. Keeps the kids so busy. Or you can sign up for one yourself. I'm thinking of signing up for a few myself. And I'm going to get around to it right after I go to all my favorite places to eat. Oh, so that's true. That's why we it never might have time be a for few camps. days. <laughs> that's why we never have time for camps. We're too busy. We're to too eat. busy eating. Yeah. That's true. One of the things, and I am just. You know, for those people who know Newport Beach, I am really sticking with, since we're talking about the beach, I'm sticking with the peninsula, Balboa. I mean, you could just go to bigger parts of Newport and do restaurants forever. But these are some of my little favorite spots while you're down in the peninsula and Balboa Island. I have to start with an old school favorite that's been around forever. My parents used to give us like 50 cents. We would go down to the fun zone get a slice of pizza, a drink, and play video games at good old Pizza Pete's that's still around. I'm surprised that nobody else has come up with the name Pizza Pete's because it's such a fun name to say. I, I would have thought, you know, it's, it's much funner to say than Domino's or something like that. But. Well, I love it because it still does just light on the sauce, and it's a great, I mean, the best part is they always have slices ready. So, you know, you're at the beach, you're hungry, you walk by, and you get a slice ready to go, no effort whatsoever. As a non-local, 
I can remember coming here as a kid and trying the clam chowder at the crab cooker. Still there. And it's still there. It's been there for decades. It's still wonderful. It's a tomato-based chowder. and What we call a Manhattan. Yes. And it's just right off the Newport Pier, so it's it's easy to get to. Fresh fish, besides the chowder and everything, I'd really recommend that. And I will say, I told my kids the other day, hands down, these are the best donut holes ever at a place called Seaside Bakery. And that is up by the Newport Pier, just right across from the pier. And they actually get written up quite a bit for their croissants, which are good. But I'm telling you, I go there for the donut holes, and if you don't go early, you're out of luck because everyone loves the donut holes there. And they're like a dozen for like 76 cents or something. I don't know. Some ridiculously low price. You could pop them in your mouth all day long. I've already talked about my favorite place near the Newport Pier. Now I'm going to go down to the Balboa Pier, go all the way to the end of the pier, step into Ruby's Diner, Mm -hmm. order a chocolate shake, and some chili cheese fries. Some chili cheese fries and rubies. I agree. Good one. Sit and watch the sun go down over the West Coast. Delicious. Another thing famous, famous here in Newport is the Balboa Bars, but more importantly, the frozen banana. And even I know about the frozen bananas because I used to watch Arrested Development. Yes. And the Bluth family, who was from Orange County, one of their still money-making enterprises was they ran a frozen banana stand in Newport. But you know what? Think about it. It would be like a life dream, right? Living in Newport and having a banana shack right there on the... It would be It would be incredible. Who wouldn't want to do it? That's right. <laughs> and there's kind of a bit of a food war here. Yeah, small food on, war. On Balboa Island about who actually invented the frozen banana. And, you know, there's two places, Dad's and Sugar and Spice, that both sort of claim they did. But you know what? We don't care. They're right next door to each other, and they're both delicious, and there's plenty to go around for everyone. Yes, and speaking of plenty to go around, hit El Ranchito on Tuesday nights. Five bucks gets you in for all-you-can-eat tacos, Taco Tuesday. They have other stuff besides tacos, but... Tacos, burritos, taquitos, everything. everything. So you can eat and pick up on the local... Beach yeah, goers as well. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it is kind of a single scene in there. But super good food, and I love El Ranchito. They've got great corn tortillas if you don't go Taco Tuesdays. Another really fun place to go. One of my favorite little beach shack places as well is Jane's Corn Dogs. Jane's Original is up by the Newport Pier. Great corn dogs and lemonade. Now they also open Jane's too down by the ferry in Balboa. Another great place that uh, we just tried a couple nights ago, Blue Water Grill. It's kind of up on the bay side. It's a totally different feel from the El Ranchito I just told you about. <laughs> it's old school Newport. It's, just a few blocks away from there too. Yeah, and it's you know it's near the yacht club, and it's uh, they have a great happy hour specials on their appetizers. But it's a great one of those great just terrific seafood restaurants that you can't beat. There is one more place that everyone goes to called Sharky's. A lot of people there. A lot of partying going on there. But the best thing is the breakfast. It's called the Hangover and Brook Breakfast. It's less than five bucks. And you can party all night long on Saturday and wake up and get your breakfast first thing in the morning. Okay. I am full. And I need to go lay down. (laughs) And here in Newport, the most likely place to lay down is at a rented beach house with your family. 
That's true. Newport is well known for more beach rentals than using hotels and other types of accommodations because there's a plethora of them, and they're all over the place up and down the peninsula. I don't know what plethora means. I'm assuming that means a lot. A lot. And as you're walking along, you're most likely going to see, for rent signs, you're going to see Burr White as the realty company. That's true. They seem to have the corner on the market here. All over the place. So we went to the guy who owns Burr White, Craig Batley. We swung by his office the other day, and he was a very nice man, sat down and told us about property rentals here in Newport Beach. When we get back, we'll be listening to that interview we had with Craig in his office just a day or so ago, and he is the expert on renting houses here in Newport Beach. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel destination show. We'll be right back. Have you friended Travel Brigade yet? Well, you can at their website with links to Twitter and Facebook, as well as lots of great articles for all your travel needs. www.travelbrigade.com Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show. We are here in the beautiful city of Newport Beach, and one of the most popular things to do here is get a beach rental while you're here in the area. And a few days ago, we were able to get a hold of Craig Bately from Burl White Realty, one of the experts in the area, and he's going to tell us a little bit about the history of rentals and why Newport Beach is such a popular place. So we're going to go right into that segment of when we recorded in his office a few days ago right now. In Newport Beach, people have been coming down from all over L.A. and and, um, Orange County area for the last 50 plus years. Uh, Newport Beach started as a as a vacation second home community and there's been many many homes down here actually hundreds and hundreds of homes uh, second homes for people they've been coming down to the beach enjoying the beach and Burr White Realty started in 1967 to accommodate some of that and we've been renting vacation homes to uh, families for decades. What are the advantages of renting over hotels? I know there's not a lot of hotels in this area because it's such a family community, but what, what's the advantage? Well, what people like about vacation homes, and this vacation home category has been increasing uh, every year, and what people like about it is they can take their whole family, maybe two, three kids, maybe grandma, grandpa, and they can come down and have a whole house. They have a kitchen, bedrooms, and it's like a home away from home. Some of these people have been coming to the beach and they stay at the same home year after year, sometimes 10 years, even 15 years. So it's it's a familiar piece of property for them. And they know the neighbors, they know the community, and it's a it's a family experience that the, you can't replicate in a hotel situation at all. And quite frankly, it's it's less expensive for them. Yeah, I really think that's true. We've we've rented homes here before, and yeah, you do get that total family experience because you can all come together in a living room or in a dining room. Now, as Kathleen will tell you, I'm incredibly lazy and an incredible slob. One thing I like about hotels is having somebody come clean up after me, but I understand you guys also have a service where uh, someone will come in, and like a maid service in a hotel. Absolutely. Each of these uh, these individually owned uh, homes that are for rent, um, the guest actually pays the cleaning fee. So when it, the guest a new guest comes in, it's already been cleaned. And we have on-call services. We have uh, concierge-type services that we offer for people who, who need an extra clean during the week. We, we supply linens, and it's, it's hotel-like. In fact, it's a hospitality business that we're in down here because uh, people pay anywhere from, say, $2,000 a week up to $12,000 a week, and they, they want service. Why is Newport Beach, of all the coastal beaches, such a popular destination? 
Well, I think it goes back to the history of Newport Beach, where beach the, we have six miles of beach, and, and it's it's a kind of a unique beach because unlike Laguna, which has a lot of little coves and and things like that, Newport Beach stretches along, and it's a family kind of uh, atmosphere rather than Huntington Beach, where there's no homes on the beach. In Newport Beach, you have homes along the boardwalk and the sand, and it's a it's more of a quaint village type atmosphere, and this is what attracted people here in the first place. And the bay, you have the ocean on one side, you have the bay on the other side, and there's a lot of activities down here. You have the fun zone's been here for many many years, and so the the idea of coming down and enjoying a laid back, nice family vacation has been part of the history of New. First time renters, uh, some things they should know or look for before they come down. Are there certain areas they'll want to be in? Different different things like that. We've noticed there's a difference between West Newport, the South, different, you know, singles that might want to be in certain areas, families that might want to be in another area. What, what's your recommendation? Well, that's a very good question. Uh, a lot of people who are not familiar with Newport Beach and the peninsula um, don't, don't, do not understand the different dynamics, but you have the point, peninsula point at, at the end by the jetty down there, and it's a quiet family-type neighborhood. You have to drive all the way down to the end to get there, but people like that. It's, uh, you can walk over to Balboa Village, and, and the Balboa Pier is, is close by. You have the Ferris Wheel. You have the ferry over to Balboa Island. Then you have the people who want a little more activity, and they like to be up around the Newport Beach Pier area. And along that stretch, along the boardwalk, the boardwalk goes from 36th Street all the way down to the point, near, near the point down there. Then from 36th Street on, you have the sand. So some people like being on the boardwalk. It's busier. You have bicyclists, you have people walking by, and they can interchange uh, ideas and, and comments and back and forth, and it's good sightseeing. And then you have the, the beach down towards the uh, where the sand is, and it's a little bit, the water's much closer to the houses, and the surfing is much better up in that area. In fact, 54th Street has a annual surf contest every year, and it's known for its surfing. So you have different areas of the of the peninsula where people are attracted to, most of the people come to Newport Beach for the for the beach, the ocean, not the bay. I was just going to ask that is if if you are looking for a bit of a price break, it's the bay, the better way to go. There's areas on the peninsula where you have more of a beach cottage type atmosphere rather than a fancy brand new home on the beach, and the price there's a price point for everybody. All families can really afford here. That was actually one of the questions I was going to ask because I bet a lot of people out there listening have no idea if they, you know, where do prices start for weekly rentals and where can we go? I mean, people that are all levels, what what types of, of range do you have? We have uh, beach cottages, we call them, let's say, say, little beach bungalows, and a family can come down for maybe $1,800, $2,000. And one thing you have in a, in a home or a beach cottage like we are talking about right now is that the vacationers, we call them guests, because they stay here like a hotel. Can um, buy groceries. They never have to eat out if they don't want to. They save money on that. You can really have kind of an inexpensive vacation in a beach bungalow here at Newport Beach. Then you have people that want something pretty fancy. They want. Uh, they even have sometimes hire a chef to come on in and cook the whole week while they're here. And those people are paying uh, considerably more. But there's a price point for everybody. And what's, what, what attracts them is the beach, the weather, the casual atmosphere, and all the activity. And I think it's important to note when you say those prices, a lot of times we hear hotel prices by the night, and then you hear a price like that, and you think it sounds high, but then you divide it by seven, and you go, wow, that's that's a good deal. 
we're talking weeklies during the summer. People rent for the whole week. And when you divide it out on a per night basis and you basically have one place that you can all reside in, a home, versus maybe two or three hotel rooms for a larger family with mom and, with, with mom and dad and grandpa, you have to rent three or four rooms. And then you have to go out and eat every day. Right. Well, tell us where people can reach you if they're interested in rentals here in the Newport Beach area. Well, we've been located the same same location for for 45 years. We're we're here at 2901 Newport Boulevard in Newport Beach on the peninsula. We can be reached if you want to call a toll-free number 877-568-5211 and you can find us on the internet burwhite.com. You're listening to the Travel Brigade, your weekly travel spot. With highlights of your favorite travel destinations, check out TravelBrigade.com and Travel Brigade on Facebook and Twitter. Welcome back. This is Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin basking in the beautiful Newport Beach sun. Thanks again to Craig Batley of Burr White Realty for telling us about running a beach house here. And we've done it, and it's just a totally different experience from staying in a hotel. There's just something that when you get a whole family or even a, you know an extended family together in one house it's just a different feel and we know a lot of families who come down here year after year and do this because it's it's kind of one of the only places you can do this sort of thing well i was going to say too and really whether you're a couple or a family or an extended family like jeff said there's houses of all prices everywhere on the peninsula so it's a really good option when you're coming to newport beach and and one of the good options is the bay side of the peninsula. Actually, it I have to say it's my favorite. People love to be on the ocean side, but it's such a really small strip that it's, you know, really doesn't matter which side you're on. But I prefer the bay side because I like it. It's a little bit quieter. You can still get to everywhere. But I think there's a whole bunch of activities on the bay for people who don't feel comfortable surfing, body surfing, or doing all those things on the ocean. Yeah, one of the best is you can rent an electric Duffy boat. Oh, they're so fun. And drive it yourself. That's true. I can't remember if you have to show a driver's license or something, but well, it's... We, it's let, we let our little mini-me's well, drive it. <laughs> it's it's so easy that even I can do it. Let's put it, <laughs> let's put it like that. It's fun. And that's and a you great can, activity. You know, it's really fun because there's actually a couple options. We You know, we mentioned some of the restaurants. I know Blue Water Grill, for an example, it's a dock-up. So you can actually take your Duffy, drive up to Blue Water, to Woody's Wharf, um, Chart House. There's a, a bunch of them. And you can actually either get something to go or stay there and eat and do some little dining. You can bring food on board, do it during the sunset, all sorts of fun stuff. You can hang out on the bay. There's also, you know, paddle uh, paddle boarding is a hot, hot thing right now. There's paddle boarding classes all around Newport. You see people all around the bay uh, paddle boarding. There's also a variety of sort of cruise options, um, dinner cruises, going around the bay looking at Star's Homes. They go by John Wayne's former home. That's always a big draw. Whale watching. A lot of different things. And there's some fun seals in the harbor and the bayside that everyone gets to see as well when they're around. So there's really, I mean, no matter whether you're on land, whether you're on sea, whether you're eating, lots of fun here in Newport Beach. And then when you go up beyond the bay, you get to a place called Fashion Island. It is my place. 
Jeff doesn't want to remember it too much because that's when I start pulling out the credit cards and the checkbook every time I start heading to Fashion Island because it is wonderful. The shopping, the food, everything at Fashion Island. It's a great place just north of PCH in Newport Beach, and it's got some of the best shops in Southern California. And coming up to tell us more about it is Stacy Ellis from Fashion Island. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade, or check out our website, TravelBrigade.com. We'll be right back. Have any travel questions? Call the Travel Brigade at 714-694-4109. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show. And one of the things that Kathleen loves about coming down here is the... Shopping. And we've got somebody here who is an expert at telling us where to shop. Well, one of the great meccas of Newport Beach, and and Stacy, I'm not sure if I shared this with you, but I actually, even though don't live here now, was born and raised on the peninsula, so I love Fashion Island, back to the koi ponds of many, many, many years ago. But Stacy Ellis is with Fashion Island, and she's here to to share with us, share with all of us, why Fashion Island is such a great shopping mecca. Welcome, and tell us what are some of the most popular stores there that that, you, that draw people there. Definitely, I would have to say that one of the top ones, obviously, is Neiman Marcus because it is the only one we have in Orange County. Nice. So it's yes, it's definitely a popular location. The Bloomingdale's, but then we've got one of the things that I think Fashion Island really prides itself on is that we do have a lot of unique stores and locations, restaurants that are unique to Newport Beach, first on the West Coast, first in Orange County, um, Vineyard Vines. For example, just opened about a year ago. It's this really cool kind of um, East Coast gear, if you will, and they are from the East Coast, and this is one of their first locations. So, you know, you've got Kate Spade, which this is um, one of their first locations in Orange County. You've got... um, you know, Fleming's, you've got True Foods Kitchen, which is uh, the only one in Orange County. So there's a lot of unique locations at Fashion Island that make it a place that when you're in Newport Beach, you want to swing by because you're not going to find it anywhere else. We so, love Fleming's, uh, as a matter of fact, unless our cardiologist had to stop us from eating there because we <laughs> loved it. We probably would go every night, eat everything on the so menu. It's so good. <laughs> I am a steak girl, you know, husband's a vegetarian, so true foods, but then, you know, I got to have my steak still, so, but for a vegetarian place, it will, or really, I mean, true foods is very health food, so it's not necessarily vegetarian, but it's great if you are a really healthy eater, so I'm not a super healthy eater, I'm more the Flemings, I'm right there with you. Love it. Are there, so some of these stores, as I understand it, I mean, people will drive from far away just to come to these stores, because this is the closest place they can find oh, them. Yeah. They'll come from other parts of the country, other parts of the state. Find that totally. Yeah, yeah. No, we um we actually have especially during the summer when the weather's so great, like today. I think it's like eighty outside. All of us were joking we want to move our office outside. Um, you know, you, you kind of can't beat the location, but people do come from all over. I mean, our 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 traffic comes all the way up from L.A., Malibu, that area. Um, and then we do get a lot of international visitors, and we do get a lot of, you know, um, domestic visitors because of the fact of where it's located. And because, you know, like right down the street from us is um, Pelican Hill Resort, which has that amazing golf course, and it's a gorgeous Italian-built resort that opened a 
three or four years ago across the street you have island hotel which is amazing and been remodeled so you've got a lot of um great stuff even just surrounding well, that's the what i was going to say itself. i think a lot of people get stuck in the mindset that there's just shops there when it's really sort of like this little city i mean you have got restaurants shopping of mm-hmm. course but you've got you know hotels that surround the circle mm-hmm. of there you've got um, you know, just all sorts of really great things. The old big Newport that's still there. That's a really fun place to go I to know. see the movies. And it's a great, and great we actually, location. And we actually just opened, um, we had a um, theater at Fashion Island, and we actually reopened it this last December. And we did a full remodel on it. And it's actually one of more of those, like, luxurious experiences, if you will. The seats are leather, bigger. Um, you can get wine, um, beer, champagne. They have a more robust menu with wonderful sandwiches, hand-scooped ice cream. Um, um, I think we need to put aisles. that on our list because we haven't been there since the <laughs> old remodel. So <laughs> things it's to do really tonight. Beautiful. Yep. <laughs> it's really beautiful. A lot of leg room. It's great to go um, with someone who doesn't want to necessarily always sit through a movie or they you know, have a hard time sitting through a movie because they won't have a hard time because they could literally go to sleep. So oh, nice. It works really nice. <laughs> now, what are some? You mentioned that one. Any other new additions we should know about? We're, you know what? Um, we're getting ready to open this really cool concept. It's going to be the first um, on the West Coast at in probably early August. It's called Sea Wonder. It's by Chris Birch, who you know is the ex-husband of Tori Birch, but uh, helped with the Tori Birch stores. And he has this really neat concept off of the West Coast. Uh, and we're going to have the first uh, West Coast location here in August, and it's going to be very cool. You can do um, really unique embroidery. Um, the design stuff is one of a kind there. but And it's price point for every range. You know, you could find a gift for somebody at 20 bucks all the way to you can get this really cool custom design bike, you know, um, a Malibu Cruiser for, you know, three 400 So it's got a nice range. And the cool thing about this store, too, it's very revolutionary in the fact there's not one cash register in there. I mean, if you go to the Apple store, there's a cash wrap, at least one, even though they <laughs> ring you up with their cool little phones now. But it, here, there isn't. So you can go into your dressing room, for instance, and they – you can put on a whole outfit, take the tags off, and they ring it up right there on the phone, and you're done. Can you, you do can that every morning? Your music. Like, I know. <laughs> on your way I, to work? <laughs> I'd like to get a stylist on top of it while we're at it. Um, I may work in retail, but I could still use a stylist. So, you know, Sea Wonder we're really, really excited about to have open. We've got several new stores. Actually, in the last year, Fashion Island opened 40 new locations, which um, is pretty amazing considering, you know, the economy and stuff, but it just proves the fact that this is, you know, such a sought-after shopping center, if you will. So we're going to be opening a new restaurant called Fig and Olive um, next summer, even though it's a ways off, but the reason I stayed is it's very cool. It's out of New York. They have one up in, uh, it was on Gossip Girl recently. They um, have just this really really unique, fun concept they're going to be opening, so we're kind of getting ready to remodel for that. We've got um, Joie, which is a really neat um, clothing designer. A lot of their stuff is carried in Bloomingdale's there, opening a store. You know, so there's a lot of really cool stuff. The list goes on and on. (laughs) Yeah, I could go on and on. We're just getting our checkbook out, trying to figure out how much money we need to, to how many cards we need, how much. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I could go card. Stacey, tell us where people can get information, store directories, events. Where can they find that information? 
You know, the best place to go, which we keep most up to date, is our website at uh, shopfashionisland.com, where we do a lot of postings on Facebook. But I would I would utilize the uh, the website. Thank you so much for joining us today. Again, get your checkbooks, wallets, credit cards out. Fashion Island is the place to be if you want to have a little fun, eat, shop, all the things that you can do while you're there. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show again, coming to you from Newport Beach. Can we just can this weather and take it with us? I wish we could. <laughs> but we have arrived at that time in the show when it's time to do He Said. She Said. We each do our top favorite three things about a particular destination that we're at. As always, I will let the she go first. Thank you. Mine is quite simple, the sand in my toes. I love the feel of walking on the beach and just that feeling of being on the beach, being here, feeling the sand in between my toes and walking around. I love it. You can't beat that. I can't argue with that one. Uh, my number three is going to be having clam chowder at the crab cooker. The chowder. Um, again, it's something like once you've tried it, I tried it as a kid when we were here on vacation. I can still remember it. And you don't even have to go in and sit down. You can just grab a bowl right there at the back door, go sit down and eat it. Can't beat it. You know, I always try and stick two little favorites in one because I like to just kind of sneak one in. But I'm going to say my number two is Duffy Boats on the Bay. And I love it. It's just such a fun experience. I could stand on the boat all day long. I love, you know, being out there on the bay, but also sneaking in some of those favorite treats that we talked about in one of the segments. Yeah, what I liked about that was it was the one place we've ever been to where they would let me drive a boat. <laughs> That's true. No nautical license required. Speaking of boats, I love the car ferry here. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of the essence of what this place is about. It's been going since 1919. It's it's rinky-dink, but rinky-dink in a good way. And talk about people driving a boat, those yeah. kids that are driving it look like they're 12. <laughs> I was wondering, but, like, they probably can't drive cars, but they're driving my car on a boat over the bay. But, you know. Well... It's it's just this uh, fun little boat that goes back and forth from one side of the of the bay to the other, and you walk on, you pay a buck. The guy the, the guys carry little change clickers and everything like that. It it really kind of just takes you back to a simpler time. That brings me to my number one. I love to walk on the piers. They're really fun. You go out there, you can watch people fishing, people walking along with their families, watching people surf. It's just such fun to walk out on the piers. It's my favorite. Mine's kind of along those same lines. I love just renting a bike and riding up and down the boardwalk. Again, the people watching, the views of the ocean. As we mentioned, the houses are right up against the boardwalk. And so you're driving by and there's families there on vacation sitting out on their decks and you talk to them. It's just a great way to, to get around here. Again, we love Newport Beach. We're sad to be leaving, but we are going to be in California for the next few weeks doing some California specials all month long. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. Have any trouble questions? Call the Travel Brigade at 714-694-4109. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin here with Travel Brigade, your Sunday morning travel show. And as usual, I like traveling, but it's always sad when it's time for me to leave a destination. It's hard to leave Newport Beach. 
such a beautiful place. But as I sit here and look out at the ocean, I start thinking, hey, this would be a great place for a cruise. This is a great place to cruise. So next week, we're going to be talking about cruising off the Southern California coast. We've given you a lot of information about the places on our show today. And if you didn't get a chance to write them all down, just go to our website, travelbrigade.com. We'll have a hot sheet there that you can click on, and we'll, it'll have contact information and website information for all of the places that we've mentioned. In the meantime, until next week, there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning for your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, we hope you'll join us next week. This is Travel Brigade. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Travel Brigade on Blog Talk Radio. Listen live every Sunday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Contact us on Twitter, Facebook, and at TravelBrigade.com.